When you were playing that record, what were you thinking? Welcome back, everyone, to a new year and a new episode of Take 25. My name is Luke Irvin. I'm the host of Take 25. If you're new, welcome. Here at Take 25, I have conversations with other creatives and entrepreneurs, and everyone that I meet with, they all share one thing in common. They're all connected to Arkansas in some way. And we're back with a brand new episode, and today I am having a conversation with Will Ketcher. Will is a college student and a filmmaker currently working on a short film called What's Wrong? When I saw the... uh, the synopsis of this film, I really connected with it. Uh, I think a lot of people will. It just kind of deals with a lot of common um, feelings and issues, especially as you go through college and those those formative years of life. But we talk a lot. We talk about growing up in Arkansas, being a filmmaker, uh, just what really inspired Will to choose a career path in film. And uh, we've connected for a while through social media, so I'm so glad that Will took the time to chat with me about his upcoming film, What's Wrong. So without further ado, let's jump into this conversation. I hope you enjoy it. It is with myself and Will. Thanks so much, man. I know we've kind of chatted here and there on Facebook, but I'm glad we got to sit down and talk about this because I'm always fascinated in hearing stories, especially when it comes to film. So to kick things off, um, what I'm always curious about, uh, which is what kind of connects everything in this podcast is... Are you from Arkansas originally, or did you relocate here? Yes, I was born and raised in Little Rock, and sort of still in Little Rock, except yeah. when I go to Conway, because sure. it's cheaper to just live there than drive back and forth. But yeah, been here my whole life, and kind of want to move. <laughs> Maybe. We'll yeah. See. I'm a little bit opposite. Actually, uh, actually, was not born here. Um, I was born in another state, and uh, but I relocated here early on because uh, you know, parents kind of grew up here, and you know, with so much family here, it's just kind of the smart thing to do to raise kids here, especially when you get closer to like grandparents and stuff. So, like, it's weird hosting a podcast that's supposed to be Arkansas specific, yet I'm not originally from here. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Arkansas is my home. I mean, I gr- I grew up here my whole life. Like, it's only been that one major move. So. That's cool. That's cool. So uh, growing up, um, what kind of creative things were you into? Was film always been a big focus or was there any other um, thing like creative things that you had going on? I loved watching movies. Mm-hmm. Like after I were, walked out of like a movie theater, I would feel like changed like emotionally, <laughs> like, oh, see the world different now. And my mom was like, you know, there's not a lot of money in watching movies there's no job and then i found out well there's a movie critic but they don't get you know paid that much and then i just like i made a movie and it was (laughs) bad but it was fun and then i edited a video on my computer and i was like oh that's how you do all this and then i just kept going and it kind of i got got a little better you know Mm -hmm. started doing more like scripts shot lists and then just editing and so i've always loved movies i love mm-hmm. going to the movie theater popcorn i've actually worked at a movie theater so that was you could see any movie for free so that, was, <laughs> that was that was that was my time right there you know surprisingly that's like the one job i never did growing up um, movie theater? never worked in movie theater uh which the closest one was like 30 minute drive away it's not that bad but uh, a couple of my buddies, they worked at like the movie rental stores. 
Oh, which well, again, I'm surprised I never did anything like that. I, I kind of navigated towards like the restaurant world and would wait tables and do that kind of stuff. Um, well, that was my first job as like a bus boy, but yeah. as I got more jobs, I I found the movie theater, mm-hmm. which was weird because like I worked at the bus boy for like two years, and then I had like a string of jobs that mm-hmm. like didn't last that long. Yeah. For, various reasons <laughs> yeah i like uh kind of like what you mentioned there because you know being a film critic is really fascinating to me i think we're in a different landscape now especially with like youtube and tiktok and we have more avenues i don't know how much of film critics you follow or if you're like familiar with like chris stuckman um i've heard of the, probably the only two people i've heard of mm-hmm. is roger and Nate. well i mean they're yeah they're the ogs but yeah yeah there's also, I think his name is Phil Collins, and he's for the Democrat Gazette, the newspaper. Okay. And I listen to him, but more or less, you can go to Rotten Tomatoes. And yeah, just kind of do that. Gauge a meter. Yeah. <laughs> Stuckman's like the OG for like YouTube film critics. Like he's one of the early ones, and he's one that's really inspired so many, but he is a film critic turning filmmaker. Like he's at the beginning, he told people like, I want to be a filmmaker. I will make films. He has made films, but uh, the end of last year, he finally was able to announce that he is working on his first horror film, like feature film that will go to movie theaters. And it's really fascinating to watch this journey of like some guy, some kid that just likes talking about movies on YouTube. And now he's, you know, got multi-million dollar budget to go make a film. Well, I wonder if he's going to go easier because whenever I hear a judge like yeah. talk, I would I would be like, I'd love to see you do this. Yeah, yeah, like you don't get it. Like Simon Cal, I'm always like, if sure. he, let's hear you sing, buddy. Let's, <laughs> let's just for a little bit, but that's that's besides the point. Yeah, no, he's he's changed up his strategy a lot because you know he he was the traditional critic where he'd actually give some sort of rating. But then he's always been very public of like, he felt bad because he never wanted to be negative towards films unless it's just something so ridiculously hit, like you can't look past it. But in general, he's always had that sense of like, making a film is hard work. And it's like, it doesn't feel right to just sit there and kind of like dog on things, especially if you're doing it like day after day after day. So he kind of stripped away that rating aspect and just talked about like, you know, the goods and bads that he saw with it and like how the film he thinks the filmmaker approached things some cases of course he gets to review the actual directors or writers and kind of gets more in-depth perspective which is really cool but just when you mentioned that kind of like sparked that because that's been such a huge inspiration to me as well but that's really cool like growing up just getting in so like did you have a camera early at early age get access um, to like some camera computer what did you start with it may may actually be right over there if you want me to pull it out and see how vintage it is <laughs> it's a i think it was like a sony mm-hmm. handy cam was like i mean this was back like yeah you know, no what most it, people start with right just the, that it, classic like well i mean it was 2008 so the, yeah. the iphone wasn't the big thing so it was like yeah. 300 dollars at best buy and i shot on it i think like two years ago and my friends was like god this looks need a better camera man and i was like i should use my iphone yeah i should yeah. should upgrade but um i started with the handy cam and then i used you know this mm-hmm. for a long time and 
really, I think what really boosted it is when I was talking to my mom and I was like, mom, mm-hmm. I got to do a lot of papers in high school. We need a computer, not your work computer, a computer computer. Mm-hmm. So I toiled all summer, saved up a lot of money, mm-hmm. got a Mac. And then I was just one day playing around on iMovie mm-hmm. and uploaded some clips, put some music under it, and was like, hey, this this looks nice. And then I took in my parents. My parents were like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. <laughs> and then I was just like, so that's how you make a movie. You shoot yeah. something. Yeah. Okay. Then I got a I YouTube know. channel and blossomed. Love it. Love it. Love it. Do you still use iMovie or what, what software are you using these days? Um, people hate when I tell them I use iMovie. So don't, I've, no, don't let them hate. Well, they're like, iMovie, God. And I'm like, well, I'm not, I don't have money for the bit. I, everything I have is almost free, mm-hmm. like a DaVinci that sure. I got the free version. Yeah. I want to get Final Cut Pro, but mm-hmm. it's like two, three hundred dollars. I think it's three hundred dollars so. still. Yeah. So I have to. I have to save up, you know, I have yeah, to, yeah. to plan it all out so sure. how I can afford that. But um use what you got. Like yeah. Going going back to YouTube, there there's a handful of YouTubers I follow that still like they've been doing this for, for probably five years now, and they're still using iMovie. They're using free software and they're making good salaries, living in big cities, just making videos every day using free software. Well, I mean I feel like if I can use Premiere, DaVinci, mm-hmm. Final Cut, and all that, maybe I'll get hired easily. Because yeah, I, yeah, exactly. From like a career job perspective, knowing all the various softwares definitely will help. Yeah, like you, you gotta have to edit on Premiere, and I'm like, oh, I don't use that. One. And it's <laughs> like, do you want this job? <laughs> yes or right. no. Either you're gonna go home tonight and learn as learn it, or you're not gonna have a job. So. Yeah, I'm actually using Movavi right now. Um, It's like a, I think they have a subscription model, but they have like, they usually release like major updates once per year and you just basically rebuy the software, but it's not expensive. I've usually spend like 60 to $80 on it and it does exactly what I need to do. And it just kind of does, takes a lot of the things that I need, makes it easy. That's why I stuck with it. I did start with iMovie though. Same same boat. I, I mean, whichever one you start with, you yeah. know, there, a lot of them are similar, but I mean, like with DaVinci, there's a lot more for color correction and color grading, yeah. and I'm not really there yet. Sure, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, again, I'm not, I'm not either, I gotta, hopefully I'll get the time to do that. I said I started with iMovie, but to be honest, I had a film class in high school, but we were all Windows machines. So I can't remember, probably used like Windows Movie Maker or something. That's to be going back. That's probably what I started with, actually. <laughs> I remember I used Vegas. 6.0. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah, something. I, I don't know. I mean, I could use it like hitting S for to like yeah. split it. And <laughs> I mean, the teacher was like, you got it you did it and I was because it was just that easy because but I was like as I got further along I was like well I gotta get Vegas but then I was like oh wait Mac comes with a free oh hey it's free (laughs) let's get it so let's uh let's talk a bit um we're gonna kind of 
maybe bounce around a little bit, but I do, do want to spend some time talking about your current film project, but I'm going to have some questions related around this as well. Uh, so you are currently working on a film called What's Wrong? Yes. Is that the, the official title? What's Wrong, yes. Okay, let's talk about that. Um, can you kind of just kind of go over, uh, is this going to be short film? What's it, the core message? Yeah. And, um, where are you at with it? It's going to be short film. Um, I've never really made like a feature. Short films are, uh, I think, easier. But anyway, yeah. it's a short film. It's it's uh it's centered around a story that like is kind of is really personal to me. Mm -hmm. I just kind of changed the names up, and it's about a kid that is in college, but he's learning about being an adult. So he's having all these problems. Like one, he's buried in debt from student loans and other things. Mm -hmm. He might fail a class, but the class he like needs for his major, and you know he just is in a downward spiral and he's battling depression, and it's just like how he overcomes it. But what he's really angry is that people will say, "What's wrong?" But then they don't really give him any advice, mm -hmm. and other people are like, "That's just part of being an adult." And then he's like, "Then I don't want to be an adult because this is there's no light at the end of the tunnel." But it's like, it's how he kind of like overcomes it, you know, mm -hmm. and it builds on that. But um, yeah, it's a pretty, I like it. It's really, I feel scared because I'm like pouring out my heart there. So <laughs> everybody's going to know all this. And, but right now we're, we're going to film on the 15th and so I'm making a shot list right right now. That scripts are all done. Already got people hired. Hoping hoping GoFundMe picks up again. <laughs> you know, but if it doesn't, we'll just grit and bear it. So yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean these these are all things I still deal with day to day and remember very well through college. Uh, like, yeah, man, college years was. Like I said early on, like uh, my background was like always waiting tables. And um, I, I remember working when we had like the 2008 housing collapse. Oh, and just literally. I mean, it's weird because you just got kind of go from one week. Oh, I made plenty of money where I can go pay my rent, pay utility bills. Yeah. And then the very next week, it's like, whoa, this isn't covering like anything. Yeah. Like, what am I going to do? and just having that weight and just dealing with roommate issues and having to move here and there and where can I find an apartment that's in, within my budget and yeah Ooh, that, it's a lot the housing market I didn't know what was going on that much because I yeah. was like 10 but after watching the big short I think oh I, man I grabbed it yeah I love the guy saying our financial structure is completely <laughs> stable and everybody's like mm. no I don't know. Movies like that are so special to me because it's films like that that pull me into wanting to make movies. Yeah. I just really enjoy their styles. Um, and I guess <laughs> kind of circle back, we may bounce around for a bit. I apologize. But uh, is there any one particular film you grew up with that was just like it? Like, I this is because of this, I want to be a filmmaker. It's going to sound cliche, but no, go for it. there were, there was, I think there were there was Forrest Gump. Mm -hmm. I mean, it came on TV like once a year or something, kind of yeah. like all the 
kind of like the Polar Express always came on Christmas, but it would come on TV like once a year. Mm-hmm. And at times I was a little too young to kind of understand what was going on. But as I grew up, I was mean, it is just so great. And the story is just, you know, fantastic. And mm-hmm. I mean, even today, like I still talk about it, like when we were in a like script, uh, script analysis, I was like, does Forrest Gump have a three act story structure? And he was like, Forrest Gump's different. Okay. <laughs> it was a whole different ball game for Forrest Gump. Yeah. And I just, that movie was the best. But then I had a, I had the Jackie Chan films, which people are like, those are just action movies. But if you actually sit and look at them, like, mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at them, there's like a rhythm in the fighting, but also mm-hmm. it's funny, you know? He, yeah. It's not the, it's not the Bruce Lee, like no shirt Kung Fu master that just hurts everybody. Mm-hmm. This guy's actually human and he makes you laugh. But I think Forrest Gump epitome <laughs> then i then i learned about citizen kane so oh yeah i was wrong I guess. <laughs> good old citizen kane yep i might as well just go ahead and buy the criterion for that <laughs> <laughs> like everyone who's in film should probably own that <laughs> oh yeah well you know some people said hey these films should be worth should cost more so now they cost more i guess yeah. i don't know Criterion collection <laughs> that's really cool um so with what's wrong, uh, what what roles are you currently owning with this film? So you wrote it, correct? What else are you doing? I wrote it. Um, directing it. I'm producing it, which, I mean, it's kind of weird, I guess you could say. <laughs> I mean, had the vision, so I guess yeah. I'm the producer. Um, casting director, you know. So basically, the films, that, the roles that I have filled are assistant director deep mm-hmm. uh for top camera person yeah sound and actor i'm not acting and have you acted in any of your films um i in my early days with youtube it yeah. was man band so yeah, yeah. I played a lot of essential roles mm-hmm. but it wasn't as a nerve-wracking is this <laughs> i mean it was like yeah. film doesn't get made i was like well i gotta find out something else to film on saturday but right you know right now i'm paying people yeah they're coming from like mm-hmm. one guy's coming from pine bluff to conway so i'm like i'm like this has to work sure. i did not raise all this money to just give you know just yeah say you don't get it or you do get it for nothing so Mm -hmm. so taking on all these different roles is there any one particular that you really enjoy so like is is there any specific direction you're wanting to go with film do you only want to be a writer or like a writer director only want to produce I really want to be a director Mm -hmm. and it's because with film story is the most important to me Mm -hmm. because basically that's what you're doing you're doing this to make to tell a story but like all the stuff i see today like there was there was a thing called man on the ceiling mm-hmm. so this kid you know he's he kind of he sees a monster on the ceiling then the monster kind of jumps at him and it ends and i'm like mm-hmm. 
you're, you're going to make more, right? You can't just end it there. There has to be a conclusion. And the guy's like, well, what did you like about it? And I was like, I mean, lighting, was, that was good, but I need, I need the story. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's hard to do a story. And I was like, just say you had a bad dream. And I guess that's a cliche. So he told me, but there has to be a story, the yeah. editing, lighting, and all that only add to the story. Right. I think that's why Forrest Gump is great. It has a story and all the sound, mm-hmm. you know, special effects, all that add to it. So with with me, I want to be a director that tells stories that are like only I can tell because stories, I mean, I'm not saving lives, but mm-hmm. stories do change them, I believe. Sure. It's, I mean, that's why sitcoms are so popular because you know, the stressed out mom, my mm-hmm. mom probably likes to see that because it's like, hey, I can relate to that. You know, mm-hmm. if you're watching, yeah. you're watching that, you can, you can relate to it. Oh, their kid's failing. Well, my kid is too. Oh, they're weird. I'm weird. Oh, they have a, you know, whatever it is. But yeah, the, the story is. Story the, is so crucial. Yeah. The, the skeleton in the background. Right. It's probably why I get drawn to rewatching like the same shows so many times. Like I just like as soon as uh, I'm really big on Succession right now on HBO, yeah. And like as soon as season three wrapped up, I like had to immediately restart watching it because I'm like watching it focusing on other characters, and I, I'm a big fan of character study as well. I feel like those would be the types of movies that I would probably make. Was it would either be like character based studies. Or I'm also a big sucker for like the old school, like 80s, 90s romantic comedies. Like I kind of miss, like we haven't really gotten really anything in that in quite a while. Like bringing back a core duo would be a big goal of mine. But character study is like top. And just, man, studying these characters in succession is just fascinating. That's that's the thing about TV shows. Uh, yeah. Movies are more story. Yeah. TV shows are more character. Yeah. They're more you know the people because like mm-hmm. when when we finished the office on netflix we never watched it when it was on tv because yeah. but when it was getting to the end my mom was like oh no i'm not gonna get to see them anymore and it was right. kind of nostalgic and she was like i started out hating dwight but now yeah i like him but that's like like one of the things i would like to do next mm-hmm. time i make a film is get note cards and write mm-hmm the character you know backgrounds and Mm -hmm. who they are what drives them because when you can somebody told me if it's really shallow they can tell it's shallow they don't know how but they can and when it's deep they can tell it's deep they can tell because when that character walks in the room they can like know 90 Mm percent about this person before Mm -hmm. they open their mouth yeah so yeah uh jump let's jump back into what's wrong um is this the first time you've done a campaign for a film yes it is well i did a small campaign but that was like 50 dollars, so okay. it was funded after two people sure <laughs> yeah yeah five, and it yeah. was my uncle and my cousin who <laughs> funded it so you know it's that's kind of back in the startup world you know that's similar flows you know uh it's like family and friends then i can't remember the the terminology off my head anymore but yeah typically you always go to family and friends first and then you go to strangers and yeah well i mean 
I, I, I figured out if you pay people, mm-hmm. they're available. Like as soon as I yeah, said, sure. paid positions for film, need this. You'll get a lot more people like knocking I on your door. 26 messages. Yeah. They were all out of my budget, but still, yeah. I mean, it was like 400 a day. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to have to. So kind of going a little bit deeper into that, um, because you are still a student. Is this a, is this a, project for a class or is this something a little more on the side it's 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 more on the side okay but it it, i'm just gonna dump super deep no go for it i want to be like a hollywood director Mm -hmm. like i keep telling my girlfriend like i really want to move to la you know soon and she's like it's so the rent is so high we'll be crammed in a one room (laughs) paying a thousand dollars you know per day and I was like I'm gonna be different I'm going to make a living a good one being a director like she's like oh you're gonna be Steven Spielberg and I was like yeah kind (laughs) of but you have to make films you have to practice your craft oh yeah so right now I'm just gonna try and make as many films as I can do you know work on films because I feel like I've wasted all this time just you know not making Mm -hmm. a film and I know you can't just walk into like a movie studio and be like I'd like to be a director and they go well here's your here's your check uh office is down the hall go make a movie (laughs) it doesn't work like that yeah anymore yeah with studios but anyway so I gotta I gotta make these films and you know I'm just you know I feel like each movie I can make, I'll be that much better. Yeah. But, you know, if I work with people that are better than me, I can learn from them. hundred percent. You know, if I'm working with people that have just started, I mean, mm-hmm. that's fine. You know, they, they kind of look up to me. So I'm just sure. imparting to them. But if I have, you know, like, if I could call like Scorsese just to work on my film, I would, cause you know, well, there's film school 101 of how he's saying, here's what we should do. Let me impart my 70 years of experience. And, but, um, so I'm, I'm really trying to, I wish mm-hmm. I could go back in time and make a movie like every mm-hmm. week. Oh yeah. It, it doesn't work like that. You can't get someone every week to, yeah. I mean, that's but, same thing with like developing apps. Like they take a lot of time. Um, yeah. it's same, same. Um, same thing same scenario for me it's like every app that I build I get better and better at it and kind of learn more uh, because there's so many layers to creating an app it's not just writing software it's like understanding why would a person use this and why would they tap here versus tapping there yeah that kind of stuff so yeah 100% like and I love what you said like always surround yourself with people smarter than you like that's how you're going to learn like, you may feel stupid, but you'll, you'll learn. No, to... I don't. I, ne- I never, I always try to put myself in a room with people smarter than me. Um, whether it comes to like being a software developer or it comes to like finance, investing, like anything in that, that I'm interested in. Like, I just want to be a sponge and absorb all that I can. Well, that's, that's like, uh, I think you should do that with anything like, uh, yeah. what's his name? Um, Ronald Reagan, who was a movie star before right. he was president. Right. People were like, how is he such a good president? And they're like, when experts say, you know, the market's going to crash, he called these experts and said, what should I do? He surrounded mm-hmm. himself with all these yeah. smart people that were like, maybe you should 
lower taxes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, but, you, always, you always need to go like, well, why? Let me understand the why, and then what are the routes well, we can take? I'm sure they told that, but yeah, we, I, I always want to. I'm always like, who are these experts? Yeah, what what are what are they doing? How are they getting the edge up on this? So <laughs> let's dive into that. Um, how much? Uh, what have you done within the film community here in Arkansas? Are you doing anything, or, or is, have you made? what kind of connections have you made or you know any kind of notes for, um, for the film community i made a connection with johnny brannon nice. who I, I guess he he's too good now because he's like like every week he's like traveling to like oklahoma or the right. surrounding area to make like a film for like hbo or netflix yeah and i'm like well i can't help you there because i'm not on the payroll but mm-hmm. i mean and i can't just drive to oklahoma <laughs> yeah but um I would say if you just, if, if you're want to be in film, just, I know it sounds cliche to just go out and make a film, but watch films, analyze them, yeah, read books. I have a whole bookshelf of films. Um, mm-hmm. And if you know people that are in the film club above you or mm-hmm. in the, in like, I'm an FP uh, two, mm-hmm. I know people in FP four, those people, they're going to need help with their, yeah. films, with their thesis. You can be one of the people they call and you mm-hmm. can be with all these other smarter people. And if they graduate before you and they get a job, Hey, they, they know you mm-hmm. and you may, that may yeah. get a job. You know, if, if somebody was, you know, somebody was in the graduating class under, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, who was sure. you know, trying really hard to learn all the computer but he knows Zuck, you know, there, yeah. yo, I mean, that's, it's not that easy, but yeah. I mean, like, I'll, uh, yeah. I always tried to live by like, just give as much value as you can and never ask for anything in return. Well, you know, the, do you know the story with Spielberg? Maybe, maybe, but you have to refresh. He, he, he took a tour of universal studios, you know, back in like the fifties. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I remember hearing this. Yeah. And he, he stayed behind during yeah. like bathroom break and then he just kind of wandered around yeah. a lot. And then he like went there for like, you know, a month or just yeah. kind of walked back on the lot for a month. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so you're watching Hitchcock and everybody mm-hmm. else just make films. Mm-hmm. There's your film school right there. Right. Seen, you know, how the masters set up shots and how they do the sound and yep. everything. I, and I remember just, hearing that, just taking and, those kind of risks. And I was like, dang it. I should have... <laughs> fly me out to california i'll right. sneak on well uh, kind of circling back have you joined like any other local filmmakers and helped them with their projects or have you done like a 48 hour film festival i were i was an extra on the 48 hour film festival when well when somebody said it's a 48 hour film festival you have to make a film in 48 hours i was like that's easy and they said <laughs> is it with a script and a story and i was like Oh, you have to write a script. Okay, yeah, yeah. I could see how that could get um, harder because at that time, I would like grab two of my friends and be like, okay, you're the robber, you're the cop. Yeah. And it would just right. kind of go. <laughs> and so that those films were made, could be made in like a day, but mm-hmm. in reality, they take me a week because sure. I have school. <laughs> but with the 48-hour film project, I was an extra mm-hmm. and I didn't really get a story or what was going on 
Yeah. Um, I got to watch, but I didn't know what was happening. And I didn't know why they were doing mm-hmm. certain things. And I got to talk with people like shot out of chronological order. And I was like, oh, it is. Oh, okay. Because this looks like the end, but hmm. that makes sense. So I did the 48 hour. I was an extra for that. And then I just kind of would try and connect people with mm-hmm. in real Arkansas. Yeah. And what about um, any of the film festivals? Have you networked at any of those? Any experiences there? Um, the only film festival I've like actually been to is the Hot Springs documentary one, which mm-hmm. um wasn't the best for my age at the time because I was gotcha. in a freshman in high school. <laughs> I submitted my film to the yeah. film festival. I went to Film Land, which was like mm-hmm. I think it was well, it was last of, year, but right, it, yeah, you know, closer and um i haven't really been to that many film festivals i'm in the film club at uca mm-hmm. i've noticed that in arkansas it can be pretty sparse especially yeah covid yeah like it's- it was uh such an unfortunate thing when um the little rock film festival canceled yeah um i never got to attend that and then it was finally like the it was like i finally got to the point where i could get more time and I was like, okay, the next year I'm going to go. I would like made it a priority and then they canceled it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like pulling my hair out. Like, what are y'all doing? Like, and of course, like, I know there's a deeper story there. I don't know full things, but you know, it's one of those, like, how can we bring it back? Like, that's, that's kind of like the level I'm at is like, how can we bring these kind of festivals back and like, you know, just bring more life into these kind of festivals here in Arkansas. Well, that's two things that I thought about because I know the owner of Riverdale 10, the movie mm-hmm. theater. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, would you like to feature some local filmmakers like myself and maybe just have like a day where you just show yeah. filmmakers? And the next day he was like, how many seats do you need? What's the runtime? What's the mm-hmm. format? How are we going to mm-hmm. do this? And I was like, well, we could sell tickets. And he goes, yeah, if we sell tickets, you can get half of the revenue. And I was like, and I would give it to UCA film program because we, mm-hmm. yeah. we need some equipment. But then the Ron Robinson was like, hey, if you give us $500, we'll help yeah. you and keep all the revenue. And I'm like, $500, huh? It is Robinson. Dang it. But I mean, it's like... There's, there's definitely some competition there. And there's there's stories we can go into later. Like um, I've been to a film festival that was held at Riverdale 10. So we've I know that film festivals have occurred there. Yeah. Uh, but I know the Ron Robinson Theater gets a lot of film festivals as well. So there's a lot, there's a lot of potential here. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to get. I submitted my film in the Maiden, Arkansas. That's okay, cool. March. Yeah. And then there's some other Arkansas film festivals that I'm going to submit, but also going to go because yeah. they're not virtual anymore. Right. I'd love to go to Sundance and all the Toronto oh, yeah. big ones, but I mean, I don't have, I don't have the necessary means. Sure, yeah. Salt Lake City, so <laughs> or Park City. We'll get there. I want to go as well. <laughs> That's fascinating. Um, so let's let's jump back so we can uh, kind of talk more about your film, and then we can wrap things up. Um, so going back into, I just want to focus on the campaign a little bit because part of the show, I like um, just kind of getting a little bit more educational background. Um, is there any reason why you chose GoFundMe? Did you look at all the various options? I'm just curious of why you would why choose this over like Seed and Spark or Indiegogo. Um, well, I looked at Indiegogo, but 
I guess I didn't like have the time to look at it because, and it also seemed like it was more for like a product, like, um, like, Hey, I'm trying to make this thing that, you know, cleans your phone with no liquid, no no water. So I I thought I, I learned now that it's, you can do a movie, but it looks more just for like, it was seemed more like shark tank Hmm. with Kickstarter. I've tried Kickstarter, never had any success, but Mm -hmm. there you have to have like, film Mm -hmm. and um you know usually the films are a little more uh better than mine you know these people have a little more Mm -hmm. experience with gofundme though it was like you know you just get the money and i am grateful for getting the money i mean Mm -hmm. you know i it's gonna sound weird but you can you like i have the money sitting or I've withdrawn some of it. Yeah. And I know that even if like something falls through, like I don't get all the camera, mm-hmm. the camera that I really want, I'm gonna, you know, grab my iPhone and everybody's still gonna get paid. Mm-hmm. Still gonna get fed. And it may be shot on an iPhone, but hey, you know, stuff stuff happens. <laughs> but um there's nothing wrong with shooting a film on an iPhone. Yeah. Uh, with but with gofundme like everybody that donated they're going yeah. to, it's going to say like special thanks to mm-hmm. all these people yeah and some people were anonymous but i think that's because they didn't want to be you know told yeah but i was I, I kept saying like if you you know if you help out you'll get in the credits and like we're shooting at the bear's den so okay they're going to get in the credits mm-hmm. i made a deal with them you know like hey i won't pay you but you'll be in the credits but then you know but also i was thinking like maybe just show it at riverdale for like a night and tell everybody yeah that way you know because like in the real world you have investors but these Mm -hmm. investors they want to get their money back right right and right now i don't have to pay anybody back with with a kickstarter you know i just feel kickstarter's way too good for me yeah. you know did you look at seed and spark i did not i've i've only heard of that and I yeah i didn't really know what it was i would check it out or go listen to the very first episode i did uh with ben he he funded his whole film on uh seed and spark okay. um i met ben at the event seed and spark came to conway and they did an event at uca Oh, okay. So I went to that event um, and kind of learned about what their mission is and what they're doing. So it's it's big on supporting independent filmmakers, and um, I would check it out. Well, with asking for money, you also like people want to know what the money's going for. Hundred percent. Yeah. You you don't want to nitpick, but with me, like, and also money is really cliche. Nobody asks Mm -hmm. what anybody else is making because it's seen as bad. But like, I want I want people to know that about me. Cause mm-hmm. like, what are you paying? Well, I'm paying the actors and I'm paying their food. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not myself. I'm not getting a salary Yeah, at all. This is cause this is for me. So, you know, and we didn't get all the way funded, but I mean, there's like still time. I don't know who, who get, hopefully we'll get funded. But if with the money I have now, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll have to take out some things, but yeah. I, think, I mean, it's going to get made unless yeah and the money is going to go for what it's intended because right. i feel like all these people are like you know they've been very generous and i'm like 
you know, I can't just, you know, be dishonest, if that makes sense. Sure, yeah. I, so, I, I like transparency. And for, for most film campaigns that I see, that's usually, you know, they'll break down, like, this money will go for catering, this is going towards actors, this is going for equipment. And, and afterwards, I'll say, like, hey, if yeah. anybody wants to see it, you know, hey, just shoot me an email, I'll send you all the link, you can watch it, you can ask questions, yeah. whatever you need. And I was like, because some people have been very generous. And, mm -hmm. You know, there is um there is a new event space in Conway. Maybe mm -hmm. uh, we can talk about that after. But um, I can see if I if you don't know about it, I can see if I can do an intro. Um, it's a smaller space. I think I think they only do max fifty people, but it's still not bad if you want to do just more of like an intimate showing, like screening. You know, we have that yeah opportunity now here in Conway. Well, my last film for FP two they sort of had a film festival it was at uca mm -hmm. and you could bring yeah. your friends yeah. and right stuff but like everybody from my camp showed up which was awesome nice yeah they all came in like hey is it shown yet oh asshole. and i was like hey it's the oscars for me <laughs> you know? yeah. everybody's here yeah i'm uh trying to help out and see what opportunities or what options newer options we have locally for like doing film festivals and stuff there's there's a big one in um I'm trying to see if I can get get them to work with uh, UCA or local filmmakers, but yeah. Well, I heard in Jonesboro they're building a film studio. That's so, cool. So, and it's going to be in like an actual studio, and I was like, yeah. maybe instead of moving to LA, I should move to Jonesboro. <laughs> well, from, from what I hear, Conway kind of has something that could be perfect. It's just getting the right people and getting them to work. Well, the film program, we got like we uh we have not i've learned from valuable sources that we've not always been the smartest with our money that goes yeah. to the film program like we got like a grant and the guy like built a brick sidewalk or something hmm. i was like hey if if we get like you know five thousand dollars from you know either putting it at robinson or putting it at riverdale yeah i could give that to the film program and say right. this, this is for like equipment because the equipment that I have been fortunate to use is, doesn't mm -hmm. always come with the cable or the microphone or the right lenses. So, <laughs> but I mean, I'm grateful to, you know, have that at my disposal. It's like a, like a kid in the candy store. So I can't complain. Definitely. <laughs> but yeah. Wow. So we can uh, work towards wrapping up this episode. Um, it's awesome. So I guess uh, you've, you've made some other films before what could you share with listeners like what are some big learning moments you've gone through when making films what are like big takeaways where you could be, take, could be like away. good things bad things like what are moments where you've learned like i get this now like i can be better at this or well, uh, what are things that i i can share with future other future filmmakers one thing definitely is don't be afraid to use what you have like i mean i kind of bad mouth the phone just a little bit but don't be afraid to use it don't you don't need you know you may think you do but you don't really need the lights or the equipment mm -hmm. and i know youtubers will have a host set up and then say here's why equipment doesn't matter but don't be afraid to you know use the sunlight as your lights you know mm -hmm. don't be afraid to use your um you know your five dollar you know mic that was bought off the black market to get sound <laughs> But the other thing is, don't be afraid to, you know, ask 
don't be afraid to ask people for help because you know there's a lot of people that you know can help there's mm -hmm. a lot of people that are willing to help you don't have to pay people it may be easier if you do but you know ask your friends to just and make a film that you feel would be good to make because once you get into it you start to notice there's kind of like a family mm -hmm. like even though it may only be three hours y'all y'all are now all a family kind of and it it's great the other thing is don't be afraid to fail because it's gonna happen i mean i've made two films that i haven't shown the crew because they're just awful and i'm just you know i don't want anybody to see them i'm gonna I'm going to burn them but um you know because i felt like i was doing okay and then i just went down but you know it happens you're gonna have bad films there's gonna be good films but just keep doing it mm -hmm. when you're first starting out i feel the quality is a lot more more important quality is a lot more important because or quantity i'm sorry because all these small problems that come up just with making a film, you learn how to deal with them. And as you get more advanced, then you can start to deal with quality. You can start to say, okay, maybe I should do a little more lighting. Maybe I should do a little more of this. But so first starting out, do a lot of quantity because actors are gonna drop out. That's, that's gonna happen. But if you're doing a lot of films, you'll know how to deal with that. You'll, you'll say, you'll know how to move people around. Like, okay, you're not an extra anymore. You're, lead actor um as you get better you can do more quality the one thing i've really done is i've read a lot of books filmmaking for dummies i think so far has been the bible and it talks about murphy's law mm -hmm. what can go wrong mm -hmm. will go wrong so if you think one of them may not show up probably won't show up so make sure you make sure you have an extra or a PA that mm -hmm. can just fill in. But the other thing is, um, you know, it's, you know, just everybody says it, but you just got to make movies, but you don't have to have anybody in those movies. You could just, you know, move the camera. I'm actually have some microfilms that are, I've written a poem, mm -hmm. but I'm just going to get like B-roll for this poem. You know, I'm going to say like, you know, this person has job security, but then show the line at McDonald's, you know, nobody really thinks about that, but Hey, yeah. if you work at McDonald's, they're going to call for you because, mm -hmm. you know, they're always hiring and mm -hmm. everyone, well, everywhere's hiring now, but like, yeah. you know, Hey, do you want to, do you want a job or do you want job security or, mm -hmm. but you know, one other thing is have micro films just in your back pocket of films mm -hmm. that you can shoot in like, you know, a week because yeah. if you if you're gonna say i need three thousand dollars for this film i'm not gonna make this film until i have three thousand don't just search for the money or the means mm -hmm. make some films while you're working up to that three thousand passion project i mean my first film i shot it for a hundred dollars mm -hmm. it was all self-funded yeah <laughs> yeah and now it's my film is still being self-funded but i've had some help from other people but um don't be afraid to just go out there and you know i wish i would have made all these micro films but that's 
kind of what I'm trying to do right now. Yeah. I start. But yeah. Yeah. Just have like a bunch of weekend projects. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That was, uh, that's one of my favorite things from uh, Mark Duplass um, <laughs> from his South by Southwest keynote. Plus he's, I think he's like a part owner of Seed and Spark and he came, he was here in Conway. Well, everybody but, um, go out and make a film. Yeah. He's, but you can't always just go out and make a film. Yeah. Read books. You can watch films. That's my favorite right. part. Yeah. You can yeah, write. study films. Don't just watch them, but like really like pay attention and look at. I've actually asked people, what are some bad films that are just awful? And they go, let me tell you about the <laughs> film I saw last year. And I've watched yeah. it. I've been like, it is bad, but I liked what he did there. I'm yeah. Gonna use that shot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, that's kind of where I'm at. It's hard for me to watch a film because I'm just looking at it from a you know critical standpoint of like now, oh man that's now awesome. watching films I can kind of see where yeah. the stakes like in yeah. the Dark Knight Rises with the when he's chasing the robbers mm -hmm. when there's a guy laying on the ground you see a bit of his cape in the picture mm -hmm. before like the music changes yeah, yeah. steps in and I was like oh I saw that yeah when the Joker's about to blow up a boat he looks at the clock. Then there's another shot where he looks at the clock and I was like, oh, continuity right there. You're going down <laughs> right, on right. me. Yeah. But I mean, I'm like, it's yeah. the films are great. I mean, I'm not disqualified sure, sure, yeah. because of that. But you start to see that I'm always wondering, do those directors choke when they're watching their films? Mm -hmm. Are they going, why didn't I see that? Oh my God. I'm sure part of them is, but you know, at the end of the day, we're all human and everyone makes mistakes. So like mistakes are going to be made. Like well, whenever I'm showing my film, I'm like, you know, kind of like, <laughs> I, I'm yeah, not here. I feel like I would do the same, but one day, one day, my goal this year is to write a script. I just at least want to like actually write a script this year and get comfortable with that. Do you know how to, how to write a script or the, I'll learn. the lore? um i've looked and it's been a while like i did more film stuff in high school so it's been a minute but yeah i'll learn i'll go I read have a tip for you yeah sure they say write every day yeah and i tried that for like six days and it i just crashed yeah but one person said if you're going to write a script if you have an idea think about it from time to time when you're watching a film mm -hmm. keep it in the back of your mind keep it percolating like if yeah. you watch if you're watching forest Gump, you're like you know i'd like to have could Lieutenant Dan be in my film? And if you keep mm -hmm. it percolating, yeah. when you sit down to write, it just flows out of you. Yeah, gotcha. So if you keep, you know, just keep thinking about it, it'll flow out of you. Because if you try to write, but you don't know where you're going, it's kind of hard. It's, yeah. Mm -hmm. But when it just flows out, it also makes rewriting so much easier yeah. because mm -hmm. you got these synapses that are now mm -hmm. just, hey, this is where this character could but that's that's how I'm going to try and write. Like maybe not every day, but every, <laughs> <laughs> every week I'll write. Nice. I need to, yeah. I need I need to just sit down and start doing doing some things, um, getting better at it. Uh, last couple of questions. Um, we can wrap this episode up. Man, there's a lot. I, we could probably sit there and talk for a while because there's a <laughs> lot more I want to ask. Um, episode two. <laughs> <laughs> part two. Yeah. <laughs> um so when when does your is your campaign still running it looks like it's still active does it have a do you have a close date on it just so people know um it's january 15th which is next next weekend okay. all right but um yeah i mean like until the day 
I mean, until I have to pay people, which would probably be Sunday or Monday, mm-hmm. still, still yeah, running. I mean, going. I mean, after, after like, after I pay everybody, I'll probably close it. But um, yeah. if you want to donate, if you want to just say, Hey, I'll do cash app or, yeah, yeah. Out, you know, one person dropped off like $20 in my mailbox and I was oh, wow. like, who is this? Okay. Thanks. <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you. Whoever's yeah. out there. But, um, yeah, that's great with these other services as I've seen, uh, some other filmmakers doing that. Like you can PayPal or cash app and it's all going to go into this next film I'm working yeah. on. Well, I did. Well, it says seven seventy five, but the 75 is kind of the balance out the 3% that, uh, that they take. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So like, I mean, I've looked, I've looked, I've managed the funds. Like Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, if I can make $200 by the end of the week, that means that these people can get paid more or I won't just be buying pizza. Maybe Mm -hmm. we could get Chick-fil-A or McDonald's (laughs) things. But, um, you know, if I get funded then I don't have to put that much into it, but you know, you got to do what you got to do. Right. And I mean, if I have a hundred dollars to spare, mm-hmm. Hey, these, a lot of people, it's their first, it's kind of their like mm-hmm. third project ever. Mm-hmm. And they're so grateful that they're getting paid. Like some, somebody's coming from Fayetteville, somebody's coming mm-hmm. from Jonesboro. And I'm like, I can't put you all in a hotel. And they're like, it's okay. I got some friends that are staying here. Mm-hmm. You're me, which is, great and you know i want to make the film because the story i feel Mm -hmm. needs to be talked about there's a lot of kids that are buried in debt from Mm -hmm. student loans they don't know if they'll have a job because of the job market right they're depressed Mm -hmm. but this is how you can overcome it just a little you know one one of my friends i was like i think i'm gonna fail a class my friend was like i just failed too it's okay though gonna be okay and you know it's you 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 need people in your life to help you out to be Mm -hmm. hey it's okay i failed chemistry too it's not for everybody yeah but this film i think needs to be told i think it's going to be a great story i think a lot of people can relate to this kid especially if they're in college sure they got all these things they don't know how to use a credit card. Kid was given credit cards for his birthday. They ran him up. He's got student loans. He's depressed. His life feels like it's coming around him. Everybody's been there, probably in yeah. high school. Not in high school, in college. Mm-hmm. High school is not the best time of your life. It's the most important. But it's not. whoever said that. I'd like to I feel like this would uh, really resonate with those that are like their first year, maybe two out of college. Yeah, because you just feel like I've done this. Let me get this, but now I need to go get this and this and this. And then it's like, what if you lose one of those things, especially the job? Then it's like, my girlfriend, she's out of college. She's like, my job doesn't have anything to do with my major. Mm -hmm. Wasted all that time. And I was like, so what's your advice? And she goes, don't be afraid to move back in with your parents right after college. No, think about it. You'll have a job. Mm -hmm. Room and board is free. Hopefully, hopefully your parents are that nice. Yeah. But hey, you can save money. You can, yeah, you can't throw a party at your mom's house. But hey, you save money. Live better. 
her parents' house. <laughs> kind of like, hold on. Yep. Save money, live better. Her parents. But um, yeah, there's there's a lot of tips and I want to, my next film, I think, is going mm-hmm. to be a documentary about, it's going to be like how to be an adult. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know, talk to some people because a lot of old people, because they have a lot of tips. Mm-hmm. Like my dad is like, don't be afraid to go to that party mm-hmm. or hang out with that friend that yeah. you like. Your parents, yeah, they know a lot, but hey, if you touch that hot stove and get burned, you probably won't do it again. Right. If your parents don't tell you to do it, you want to do it. Oh, you yeah. got to do it now. But um, yeah, my dad, he actually, he, he's no longer, but one thing he said was, live life. And I've always been like, if I fail college, and he was like, if you fail college, take a year. Just take a year. Mm-hmm. You know, find out what you want to do. And I was like, I know what I want to do. And he's like, but if you fail, take a year. You know, don't don't rush through life. You know, just if you can enjoy the journey, mm-hmm. then you'll enjoy the destination and life yeah. itself. Which you, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes it'll get you but i mean for a lot of people just live life that's that's what i would say that's my advice to everyone <laughs> I you agree. get out there you live life <laughs> <laughs> definitely yeah yeah it's i always think about these things because i've got kids and it's watching them grow up and like what can i you know that's gonna be scary it's like <laughs> the world no stay here don't, don't do anything it's not it's not ready yet see i'm almost opposite like i'm like i want to see what they do out in the world and well i mean like my dad was like i was like can i go outside and he'd be like it's closed (laughs) (laughs) can we go to that movie no you're you're 12 and it's rated pg-13 so you can't see it for another (laughs) 10 years (laughs) and i was like that's that's the fun part on my end because uh kids kids are getting yeah kids are getting old enough to go to the go to the, the movies so that's gonna be fun for me yeah well um, i mean now you could you could watch any movie like online sure oh yeah true sure there's a pirated streaming service so don't do that no, don't, don't do that no no these, actually these i would say money. if you're in arkansas support the drive-in movie theaters because they are a there's lot a of drive-in fun. here we do have drive-ins here i only know of one in marshall that's the big one the kin to drive-in but there are well, especially during 2020, we had like three or four pop up. Okay. I don't know how many are still in business. I've never there was there was one in Little Rock, but I know a lot of that was, I think, part of like the Arkansas Cinema Society. They were mm-hmm. utilizing that to showcase films. So mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Basically, yeah, because they had to turn their whole festival virtual. Yeah. And the drive-in made the most sense, but it was cool because. You've got food trucks in Little Rock, so you had like oh, some pretty yeah. solid food. Sit in your car, watch a movie. Um, pretty- I do that when, uh, <laughs> even when I'm not. But um, oh, I've always been in my car, like waiting for something. I'll yeah. be like, oh, it's a long line. I'll wait. Yeah. Hey, I thought uh, I I created a brand new app in 2020 from sitting in a car waiting on a movie. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. I always carry a notepad and pen or my phone, and I'm like, yeah, no idea yeah did jack kill jill when they went up the hill <laughs> right i didn't i didn't make that yeah i used to do that i need to do more of that well that 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 uh that idea is open for anybody that wants to <laughs> jack and jill story take that idea 
Well, we've got another week. Well, we'll push people to your GoFundMe, see if we can get you some more support. Um, Thank yeah, you to everybody who has supported. If you don't want to support, help out. Share. I'll share the link. Share. It's not share sharing care. a sharing a link is free. Sharing is caring. Really, <laughs> it is. That's like the great thing. If you can't support a dollar, you can at least share a link. Yeah. Um, because you know, this story could resonate with someone within your circle. Well, I mean, That's like a big thing. I I I just feel like back to again with like uh, mm-hmm. the tv shows when you see someone you know one person told me full house has helped a lot of people mm-hmm. in difficult times especially the roommates that are like six people in one yeah. apartment you know he's got like everybody and it's like if you if people see people that are struggling it helps them you know I mean, you can always find somebody doing worse than you, but if you're like, oh, that kid's in debt, oh, he's going to fail, fail a class that he's can't afford, me too. How does he fix it? And it just, it feels better. I, I won't, I'm not going to repeat it feels better, but yeah, it does take that with a lot of weight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, Will, I'll get any relevant links from you um, after this and uh, so I can have all that in the show notes. So listeners, you can check out um, the GoFundMe below and then um, any new links you got, Will, we'll, we'll keep it live in the show notes so people can get relevant links. Thanks for having uh, me. But yeah, thanks for joining. Um, yeah, I'm glad we were able to connect finally and hopefully uh, hopefully later this year we can meet up at a film festival or something. All right. We'll have some more, more coming up. So um Hopefully we can uh, get more involved with like the Conway Film Festival and get that going more this year. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Thank you everyone for listening and or watching this episode of Take 25. I'm very curious. Where did you find this episode? Was it on any of the uh, podcast streaming platforms or did you find this on YouTube? Let me know down in the comments below uh, or on social. I will link everything in, in the description along with a link to Will's GoFundMe. Now, unfortunately, this episode did get out a little bit later than I anticipated due to uh, I went through being sick, so that was not fun. So I do apologize, but I thank so much to Will for uh, kind of bearing with me as I was able to get through that and get this episode out. So the link should still be active. Um, if anything changes, I'll put it in the description in the show notes. But please go check it out to support Will and his film. I know he's excited to get this one out. Thank you so much again for checking it out. We are still going through season one. There are plenty of episodes you can go catch up on if you're new here and haven't haven't been a regular listener. So please go check those out. I plan to get a lot more out this year and wrap up season one. Maybe even get to season two by this uh, later by this fall. So uh, again. Let's just enjoy 2022. Everyone stay happy, stay healthy. Uh, Let's chat in the comments. Let's chat on social. We'll see you in the next one. Yeah. In 2010, thought I was doing something. And now I'm rapping with a crew or something. I guess the track don't really stick unless he's blowing something. And I never fit the...